Is Ethereum a security or a commodity and bullish news from Polygon? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum. We have some major news happening in the crypto space. We will talk about that and the implications on whether Bitcoin, Ethereum, etc. would be a commodity or a security. And then at the end, we will also talk about Polygon because some interesting stuff is happening on Polygon. Now, major news story is, of course, that the CFTC is suing both Binance and its CEO CZ over US regulatory violations. Now in the US there has been more or less an anti-crypto crusade if you will especially as an attack against the crypto banks and we've also seen some crypto exchanges being under attack in the US. Now what is the problem with Binance? There are rumors that Binance has used their own platform to do insider trading, market manipulation, that the CZ CEO is essentially trading on his own about 90 accounts trading specific coins. Now Binance has already issued a statement saying all of this is false. We are working with regulatory uh, organizations and we're taking care of all of these open questions. Now whether or not this will be a bigger issue than we're now thinking we will see in the coming weeks and there is an important detail in this uh, suing part as well but we'll discuss it in a couple of minutes. Now let's first talk about this. Bitcoin is poised to blow up Africa's 86 billion US dollar banking system. Now we have seen that the Africa Bitcoin conference in December has been kind of a major talking point also for Bitcoin obviously. In Africa we have had a very interesting payment system that is very kind of separated, not really usable between the countries, so remittances is a huge thing in the entire continent. Additionally, we have the issue that a lot of African banks have to go either through Europe or through the US in order to do transfers, which makes a specific transfer extremely expensive. Now enter Bitcoin. Obviously Bitcoin in its form right now is still a bit of an issue because of the transaction fees and the transaction speed. However, because of the Lightning Network, a so-called layer two technology, it makes the entire thing much, much more usable and much more faster as well as cheaper. So it could very well be that we will see the first major implementation of the Lightning Network in practice in the African continent, in the different countries, whether it's Ghana or Nigeria. Now talking about Nigeria, We've also experienced a very high demand for Bitcoin in Nigeria because people in Nigeria are currently being forced to use the local CBDC there. In order to not use it, they are re referring currently to Bitcoin. Another major big news story here is MicroStrategy is buying another set of Bitcoins. They're actually bought 6,544 Bitcoins in another round and at the same time they paid back their Silvergate 
loan. Yes, you heard that right. They had about 200 million or 205 million US dollars in terms of loans from the Silvergate Bank, now defunct, and they paid back only 160 million. So they had a small discount. And the interesting part is, of course, because the Silvergate Bank, Bank is insolvent, they technically were able to get a discount, which then in turn freed up liquidity, which they used to buy another set of bitcoins. They're currently holding around 139,000 bitcoin and now the big question is whether MicroStrategy is too big to fail for the crypto market because MicroStrategy is the biggest holder of bitcoins in the market. Now jumping in to the chart, we can see here we've had this interesting rejection at around 28, 29,000, then went down and it hasn't gone as much down as we did expect on the Binance news, for example. I did expect it to go down uh, at least to 25.2, which is for me an interesting zone. So I still expect this to kind of range slowly down to then jump back in. So if you want to kind of buy Bitcoin for a longer term, this might actually be an interesting buying zone. If this should break, obviously next kind of bigger zones would be here around 21.7, maybe even a bit higher if we make it correctly around 22.1 as an additional buying zone. Other than that, I do think the kind of smaller run up that we've experienced in the last couple of weeks is for now done. Now it needs to kind of get enough energy to kind of go through that 30,000 line, which is still both a psychological and an important price barrier for us. Now I've mentioned the Binance story at the beginning. And there is a small wording that makes this story very, very important because the CFTC is calling Ethereum and not only Ethereum, they're calling Bitcoin, Ethereum and Litecoin a so-called commodity. In their specific Binance suit, they are wording these three cryptocurrencies as commodities, which makes this whole kind of suit much, much more interesting because now we have the SEC, which is wording Ethereum as a security, and we have the CFTC, which is wording Ethereum as a commodity. Now, obviously the implications in the US on the US law will be huge. And that could, of course, kind of turn a lot of things around both positive and negative. Now, whether Ethereum is a commodity or not, that is a big question. And the Ethereum co-founder is saying, uh, absolutely, it's a commodity because on the commodities law, it would be much, much easier to kind of be within the regulatory uh, circumstances versus uh, to go out and um, become a security, which would have huge implications also for US inver investors. So we have Joseph Lubin saying actually the same thing. He is even saying he was very confident that Ether a security that won't hold in court. So he's saying definitely um, people are also buying barrels of oil with the expect expectation of profit, yet oil is a commodity. So why is Ethereum then technically a security? And the comparison is of course very interesting and it could make sense. And ultimately I do think it really is more of an internal battle between the regulatory organizations, the SEC and the CFTC. Now jumping into the chart, we can see here that the trend, the upper trend slowly but surely is still in play. And I do expect this to go a bit more towards the lower trend line here, touch it and then kind of range in between. I don't think this would break unless of course we have another kind of major news story to break. And if for example, Ethereum would be labeled a security, then we're probably seeing three digit ETH fairly soon. 
Next up, we're talking about uh, Polygon because Polygon has had a very interesting NFT project move to its platform. The Utes by DGods is an NFT project that has just recently moved from Solana to Polygon. An interesting move because a lot of people were always expecting Solana to be much faster, much cheaper, and much more usable than an EVM compatible, which is, for example, Polygon. And in this case, we have seen that the Utes platform is moving moving their NFT projects to Polygon specifically to get a wider audience. And now with the technical improvements on Polygon, which we'll discuss in a couple of seconds, that, that will also be very, very profitable, obviously, for the Utes platform. Interestingly, Utes has also been one of the most successful NFT projects on Solana. So them moving to Polygon essentially could be an interesting move. If you want to move your NFT from Utes or to, from Solana to Polygon, you even have a chance to win a Bitcoin Ute as well. So make sure that you try this out. And next up, we have, of course, the major news story on Polygon, the Ethereum scaling ZK EVM beta hits mainnet. This is something we've talked about a couple of weeks ago. Essentially, ZK stands for zero knowledge and the EVM is the Ethereum virtual machine. And essentially, zero knowledge allows you to have kind of a transaction verified without actually verifying or having known the identity of the person or the institution identifying it or verifying it. And that is a huge thing, especially if you if you're talking privacy if we're talking scalability that makes the entire transaction finding process on polygon much much faster of course vitalik putin has already done his first transaction on zk evm on polygon and that of course will make especially uh, polygon very very bullish for the future as well the interesting part is of course that optimistic roll-ups so essentially what uh, for example optimism or arbitrum are doing could become obsolete it looks like the optimistic roll-ups were kind of a one step forward but the zk evm change on polygon would be two steps forward because it's much much faster that is also one of the reasons for example why optimistic roll-ups currently cost you around seven days in terms of withdrawal period that you have to wait and of course with zk evm on polygon you don't have that so what does that mean for the chart hasn't been that bullish although the news here already probably priced in this part so kind of this jump from around 73 up until 153 was probably kind of thanks to the zk evm announcements and them hitting the main mainnet or hitting the mainnet soon and now we have kind of gone down but i do expect this to range within this kind of um, period here of 91 cents and 126 so it could become an interesting trade down the road but currently the market is still a bit in limbo still a bit unsure obviously polygon for example would be then labeled also a security in the case of ethereum as well so this is a huge news story obviously that we will see unfold in the coming weeks that was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you subscribe to not miss any other crypto news i'll see you on the next one have a good one